coming to you from thefightsite.com. It's the best damn jujitsu podcast ever. Say os again. Os. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Say Os Again podcast. Os! Os! Once again, it's your semi-beloved host, Matt. Today, Matt's joined by three special guests. First off, I'm joined by the elder statesman of the fight site, MMA Twitter, and Dirt, Tommy Elliott. All those things. It's all true. Next up, my normal uh, co-host. He is a future competitor at the High Rollers event. A Mateus Denise purple belt, currently back at Marcelo Garcia Jiu-Jitsu doing gi, surprisingly, Ben Cohn. Uh, that's Marcelo Garcia purple belt to you, first of all. Secondly, Mateus Denise is a fucking awesome dude. Amazing Jiu-Jitsu. You respect him. I mean, up him with Damn right. I'm not sure Matt's ever met anybody who can say that. <laughs> well, that brings us to our third guest, uh, future ADCC competitor, uh, former Purple Belt world champion, Uni standout, and my friend, Franco. How you say, Franco? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. And uh, Matt, uh, your jiu-jitsu sucks. Would you like to go further about how my jiu-jitsu sucks? What is the worst part of it? I'm sure everyone would like to know. I think that type of, I think, I think what you tried to imitate, um, what Adam Wojcicki is doing with his butterfly hooks. I think, I think that's, I think that's probably it. I think that's probably it. All right. That's actually a great way to start uh, this podcast as, uh, I just picture Matt, like trying to speak in a Polish accent and immediately getting his guard back. (laughs) Oh God. Oh, that's amazing. But then again, thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys for having me. I feel Yeah, nice. we're, we're grateful to have you on. I'm surprised you didn't refer to me as uh, my unity name now that Morello. Linguini. Linguini. It's a, I think it's a, it's a really um, accurate nickname. It's so apt. That's <laughs> very good, good, good. Rissy was a big fan of whoever came up with that. It's actually uh, <laughs> Rafael Babylonia, who uh, owns yeah. uh, Unity Jersey City. So if you're ever there, great guy. Probably have the best passion train over there. I've heard. Yes, yes, very dynamic. Yeah. Uh, also, Chris and me Linguini, so that Morello only calls me Linguini now, unless he's mad at me. Uh, I actually have seen that. Yeah. It's quite <laughs> uh, but that's another story for another time. Uh, so today on the podcast, we're kind of just going to interview Franco uh, personally. I think he's the top prospect in jiu-jitsu. He's not a black belt. Uh, the most unbelievable game, super competitive, and one of the nicest guys. Uh, and we just want to show you guys what goes into being a professional jiu-jitsu guy, since most people on Reddit think everyone at Unity sandbags. Uh, is that all right with everyone here? That's crazy. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot to mention, Franco is officially the first Ben's Beef Jerky athlete. 
Uh, oh yeah, he will be representing them with a patch if Ben ever gets off his lazy fucking ass. I have the fucking. Okay. First of all, it's not that I'm lazy. There's that every single place they're requiring me to buy like twenty five or fifty patches. I don't have twenty five people to give this thing to. Twenty four to Marab. I'm not sure if you're aware, but everyone at Unity is asking me for your jerky after uh, Franco had yes, it. Yes, dude, I'm not lying. Everybody's like, yo, like, I want to get that it. shit's so good. Yeah. It is really good. Fucking delicious. Yeah. So if you could bring a sample for everyone tomorrow, um, we had literally five people after class asking about it. Franco can attest. So I'm, I'm watching this match from, uh, it looks like from the 2021 World versus uh, Mahmoud Jabbar. Ooh, yeah, that was a go. Oh, dude, that fucking oh, nice. Before we start. You guys want me to break that one down? That one's Please. No, no, no. I want to say this. Before we start, I'm saying this. Franco, the yeah. first time I did pans, I think 2019, when I just got my blue belt, that guy darts me a second round in 45 That seconds. guy has a crazy darts, man. He yeah, almost I gonna, fucking... I, I thought about it, tapping. Man. I thought about tapping. I was like... Oh, I was I, I was wondering how the hell he got out. That looked it's insanely tight. Bro, Before we actually go into that, since this is an audio podcast, yes, yes, um, yes. can we talk about Franco? Can, Frank, can you talk about how you got into Jiu-Jitsu, how you got to Unity, um, and then a little bit about what your normal strategy is, and then we can go into that, if that works for everybody? <laughs> No, shut the fuck up, man. Let's just talk about Yeah, that. fuck. Sorry, I'm going to ask you another story. My bad. I'm sorry. I can talk, I can talk, I can talk about, about that. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to really it. Briefly, really briefly. Okay. Okay, so yeah, basically, I started my match. I full guard. Everything was right. And then he started just blitzing, just trying to go crazy on my guard. When I started sitting up, he had this story Ando when, like, Whenever I laid back, he started passing. It was, like, really weird. You can see it in the video clearly. Right? Whenever yeah. I sit up and then I try to go to a side, he takes my legs to one side. And then he yeah. started pushing them one side and started driving the other side, right, to close the gap. Yeah. Your ability to turn and face him is so much less yeah, when you're yeah, flat yeah. on your back. Um, yeah. It's, good imagine if he's driving against the floor, which he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The timing was really good. So whenever he got that pass right there, he immediately shoved the arm under the armpit and started like hitting that um kind of like Nelson, kind of like half Nelson uh -huh, where yeah, you push yeah. the neck and try to get the darts, like the arm deeper. That thing is really tight. And then and I was like, yeah. oh man, like I don't I hope he doesn't like get anything like deep or going or whatever. I'm trying to escape and trying to escape, and then he shuts the arm really deep and I'm like yeah. locks it. I'm like, oh fuck. So I started just scrambling out, trying to look for the off balance, right? Because then they will call it maybe I don't know. Hopefully yeah, that was an advantage or two points or something. His passing is better good. than getting killed, you know. So I was like, okay, yeah, I was just like, yeah. try to, yeah. His passing is really nice. That Toriano he has is really, is really well timed. He's really, yeah, good. he's doing a really good job. Of so yeah, I'm starting to scramble out of the uh, darts, scramble out, yeah. scramble out, and that was about, I was about to tap. Yeah, like at this moment, he he got he got so deep into it, and I was like, oh fuck, I'm, I'm my tap. And whenever I think of it, he lets go, and I'm like, okay, back, stand up, and then they call it like reset and then i pulled and somehow i don't even know how i flipped him and, and i caught him into an, a triangle and an arm bar you, you bear and bowed him from the I last know, bar, yeah which is Dude, that was, that, that was like so once you yeah i said it before like what once you um once that whole sequence finished where you got out of the darst um yeah. I, I started saying it was like it looks like he was competing while you were while you were flow rolling 
that's how smooth you were able to, to yes, kind of, dude, yes, it was crazy. That's exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I, I, I really, I really was struggling though. I was trying to keep it together. Cause if I like, if jujitsu is like this, you know, if you, if you mess up or if you like for, for, for a reason, just lose it, like your composure and everything. And you're like, you know, your ability to be calm under pressure, you're fucked. Like at, at that point, you, you know, you're like done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say it really uh, takes you there, especially in competition. Yeah, I was gonna, so someone who like as someone who fucks up and messes up a lot at Unity. Um, I think one of the most interesting things about you is everyone universally says you have probably the best guard at Unity. W what do you attribute that to? Yeah, how do you build a game around that guard? Where I think I've only seen Morello pass you. Oh no, plenty of people get really close to passing me. Um, Actually, it's funny. My guard was better whenever I did not know jiu-jitsu. Because I did not. It's weird. You know what I mean? Or maybe I just didn't know what I was doing. And somehow I was recovering the guard. But whatever. I attribute my flexibility, which is one of the reasons my guard is so hard to pass, to all the years I've been doing martial arts, really. Because I really started doing martial arts at like five or six years old, doing taekwondo for like 10 more years until I got 16. And then I got into jiu-jitsu. Uh, how did you get into jiu-jitsu and like how did you get to unity when did you know you want to be a pro competitor when did you feel like you could be a pro competitor mm, that, the feeling was different once i got i feel like it got real once i got into unity once i got to marcellus i was like yeah these guys are like tough and everything because i was like okay my plan for new york i'm getting there i'm trying every major academy for one month so marcellus Rensos at the time and then unity you know so where were you before I uh, before, don't I got my I got my purple belt. Uh, well, I started in Peru, right? I started jujitsu in Peru after trying MMA and didn't like getting hit. However, uh, Muay Thai was quite fun, but still getting kicked head in the head and all that shit it just wasn't with me. But when it got to the sparrings and and and, and jujitsu, I kind of liked I kind of like liked it, you know, the movement and everything. So then I got into nogi and then I got into Almeida, which is where I got my purple belt in Peru. It's a really, I would say the highest um, skill set in, in, in Peru, at least. They're the most qualified in Jiu-Jitsu. That's how I started doing Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, so you uh, yeah. said that you got to New York, you, uh, you trained at the top three gyms. We actually have a Marcelo Garcia, Mateus Denis uh, student here. Uh, what was the big difference you felt between Marcelo's and <laughs> Unity, and what made you choose Unity over Marcelo's? I think um, it was the friendliness and how quickly the black belts started calling me to roll. You'd say Unity is a much more friendly environment than Marcelo's. Is that correct? Well, I want to turn that well, last no, no, comment because no. this is an interesting thing. Like, is there it because some gyms have a culture where the black belts like just are really cagey about who they roll with? Is Marcelo's like that? Dear, dear black belts, uh, Ben, like, uh, do they, I mean, it was they only, have the wall unless they get their only, I was only there for a month, so pretty much if, if my, if, I feel like if my experience, if I would have stayed longer, it would have been a little different. However, I think there was a professor over there, I don't know his name, it was Rob or something, like a really old guy, not old, but kind of old, that he's a black belt, he used to train, he gave me a gi just because he knew that I, I only had one gi and I was just training on one gi per day, you know? I was just washing that gi every day, every day, and training every day, every day, every day. So then he noticed and he gave me a gi. So that was pretty cool. It was a show roll too. So that was, that was awesome, actually. 
Yeah, Ben, is there, a, is there a thing at Marcelo's where the black belts just only roll with each other? Or is, how, how's that work? I mean, I watch Mateus roll with other people all the time. So, uh, I mean, and I do mostly his classes. So, I can't speak for the other black belts. I mean, uh, I don't even know Paul. Paul's coming off an injury, so he hasn't rolled in God knows. I don't think he's not really rolling. Yeah, that was, that was the guy. That was Paul, actually. He is the one who gave me the geek. And I rolled yeah. with him. He was the Paul, that makes yeah. sense. That's a very Paul thing to do. He's the nicest dude. Okay. Paul's awesome. Yeah. Paul, For those who don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't, I, like, I, let me explain before uh, Marcelo's thing. I think they are um, a really friendly environment. I really roll with a lot of people, but with they're not as competitive, in my opinion, as Unity. And Unity, you have every... Like at every belt, at every belt level, you have people who are trying to win the world championships, trying to like compete constantly and everything. Uh, uh, but that's that's just me, you know. That's how I see it. But Frank, would you call them a hobbyist? However, there were some no, no, because there were some really good guys. And even if they were hobbyists, bro, some of them motherfuckers beat my ass. I'm not gonna lie, I got beaten like over there. But I was also doing quite good. So like I, I wanted to like try the other gyms, you know, and then made a final decision. And then I went to Unity. Oh, before this, remember I told you that uh, the black belts, like it took me a long time to roll with them and everything. It was because like the first black belt I rolled with over there, I feel it was uh, Johnny Grippo. And it was at the third week that I was there. I got to Unity the next month. The second day, Levi asked me to roll. Yeah. So I, 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 I thought that difference was really cool. I don't know. I mean, it was just my experience, you know. I just felt called to like that. It was like, oh. Yeah, I don't and then he beat my ass absolutely he destroyed me and fucking murdered me you know that's not the point <laughs> yeah as yeah. someone uh who's embedded i think at unity at this point like i don't know if it's because my mouth i get into a lot of trouble with the black belts and they just want to beat me up but uh yeah, but it's all friendly you know that right <laughs> you know oh that. no oh yeah i know um but you know it's really i i i always try to roll with any new people at the gym, especially if they've got some color on their belt. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's me too. For sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not really sure because, like, keep in mind, I haven't been back at Marcellus in a. This is my. I, I only just came back to Marcellus uh, very no, recently. and like I said, and like I said, I only went back. Like, I only went for a month. So, like, it's, when, when were you there? Like, like, how long ago? Um, two years ago, maybe. Two years. Oh, so I'm not even sure yeah, who was and, like. Yeah. And, and one time before, I think in like 2019, I visited them once. I really liked them, right. so that's why I went back. Well, so, uh, Marcelo, Marcelo, I know is always like pretty picky, Dude. like just because of his injuries. Like he's not yes. interested. No, no, no. But I actually did roll with him. That's the you roll. Oh, that's like that's he nice. Fucked me up. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy, right? It's he, insane. He's insane. Oh, in the <laughs> gi also, which I believe that I'm better at. He's still fucking. It's not normal. Like it's, no, it's not. It's really not. Dude, I watched him. And you don't expect them. You don't expect them to be that strong, though. It's not normal. It's it's insane. That Dude, I watch him roll with Mateus. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's that's wild. Yeah, it's Whenever absolutely you see fucking wild. Those two just technical matches is just really interesting to watch. Honestly, it's also I rolled with you, so that was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah let yeah, me actually yeah. let me get into that actually. So. Uh, whenever Frank and I roll, uh, I have no idea what's happening because my back is taken in uh, about <laughs> five seconds. Uh, I think the best I've done is I grabbed his head once and then he just got out and mauled me. Uh, ben also had the experience of rolling with Franco. Um, so Ben, if you want to just talk about that. And Franco, I would just love to 
just to hear about how you've built your game to where it is. Um, what are you looking for when you roll? How do you go about building a game and either shoring up weaknesses or um, strengthening parts of your game that you want to make your A game for tournaments? Um, I, 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 my, my main uh, uh, point of contention would be to... Um, I'm not really sure how you break the laws of physics by teleporting to my back like that. Um, because I, I could, okay, so in all seriousness, I consider myself a decent backtaker. It's like, I'm actually, I feel like I'm pretty good at it, especially for a hobbyist, right? Yeah, um, you are good. You are good. You're a tough role, for sure. Appreciate it. That's no, why, I that's why, that. that's why I had to went, what, like, this is the thing. Whenever I see a new face, I have to roll with it. I don't know. Like, it's just so familiar that it's like, oh, to me, it's like a different game. It's like a different game of chess. Like, who knows? Maybe mm -hmm. you can, like, submit me. Maybe we can get into a crazy scramble. Like, it's just like a world of possibilities, you know? Because just just because I don't awesome. know what kind of techniques that you play, like it's maybe different than, you know, it's just different jujitsu, you know, everywhere. It's so I, I find I, I think of it like that. It's so fun to think of it like that. I think. So you know, it's like uh, one that's that is true. I agree with like that. One hundred percent. It's like your deck of cards against the other guy's deck of cards and techniques. It's just it's crazy. That's why I love jujitsu. Honestly, it gets me hyped just to talk about this. <laughs> so, but I do really want to know, like, how did you develop your back taking? Because it really did feel like there was almost there was no room to to really prevent you from being able to get the hooks in. Like, I really had no space to to, to kind of fit in an elbow, create a frame, uh, like hip out and bring my knee up. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Well, I really believe that I leveled up the most that I've ever like done ever ever whenever i got to unity it was it was just it opened my eyes to a whole different way of just watching jiu-jitsu and studying it i didn't know you could actually study jiu-jitsu I, I thought it was so limited and then did i realized you, it wasn't uh, did you train with the meows at all were they there yes a little bit way way back yeah oh and i, 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 I only asked that because uh when i watch uh i train with match, both actually. match footage like there's a lot of the same kind of inversion, but to reestablish rather than to like play the play the game. Uh, yeah, the ball game. From, yeah, exactly. That I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I play some crab rights to like leg rights. Yeah. Some some twister cook stuff, but I don't really fuck yeah. with the whole bolo that much. Yeah. But I like I like the whole inversion because it's, it's really like just bypassing the guard. You know. It's, yep. it's just, it's just yeah. going straight to the back. Yeah, I mean so, the crab ride stuff is so money. Yes, yeah. it is really good. So when you first got to Unity, what was like your game built around, and did that change at all? Or That's the thing. That's the thing. I did not have a game. I didn't think of it like that. I did not have this whole deck of cards, techniques, type of thinking, you know. And I think that was really like what changed me in terms of how technical I got when I got to Unity. My jujitsu before it was just pretty much holding on, trying to do a shitty dalaiba. And then somehow get a triangle because the guy tried to pressure and the arm slipped and I got a triangle, something like that. <laughs> yeah, like so, I just didn't know what I was doing. I, yeah, I did so for it, people I did who don't, way, but not really. Yeah, so for people who don't know you, um, I, and I'm sure we'll try to put like a highlight together just with this episode, um, so yes. people can actually see the techniques. What what is your game built around, uh, and what do you think your strong suits are? Uh, and yeah, just talk about how what you're what you're looking for, either in the gym or competition. Uh, actually, another good question would be how do you approach gym rolling versus competition rolling? Mm, that's a good question. Okay, so my game pretty much 
what I now play that it's really fun to play is that um, guard that, at least from guard, I'll start with guard. From guard, I really like to play that uh, tarantula stuff that Romulo Barral does. So it's same side collar, person pulling down and then spider on the other side. And then you have a free leg. So like kick the other arm and jump into a triangle or, or get an arm bar or overhead sweeps and stuff like that. I really like playing that. I sometimes like to play Kiss of the, Ra Kiss of the Dragon inversions, stuff like that. De La Riva is also fun. De La Riva with Lasso. I think that's my main, uh, main attacks from um, Guard. And then how did you develop, how do you develop a game in the gym? Like how, how are you working on, are you working on specific techniques, tactics? Uh, what, what do you, what's your day by day at Unity like? Because I feel like most people, especially on Reddit, don't understand how much work goes into being a professional jiu-jitsu athlete. Uh, and I think it'd be a good idea just to show them how hard it is to compete at your level. Yes, that's also, it is tough. Um, honestly, I just try to do any technique that Murillo shows that day. The most perfect, the perfect, the most perfect uh, uh, technique that I can, you know. I try to do it the, the most perfect uh, rep I can every time. That's how I try to like build my game, and then I realized I like to play this game a little bit more. So then I like this technique a little bit more. I try, to, I like to, I like to play this technique a little bit more. So I asked Murillo, like, can you give me some, you know, background or, or what can I do? What options can I have? And then I, that's how I base my game on. If you, you have to ask. You have to be a little involved and in see, in seeing all the reactions that the person can, can do, you know? Because if you take the reactions away, like if, if they're moving like to the side, to the left, to this side, to back, to the back side, and you know what to do from every like situation, if you get there, you're always going to like catch the guy, you know? But then it goes a little bit deeper than that. Like, when you start getting to competition level, you have to know what techniques you're good at but you also have to know how to connect them to other techniques that you may not be as good at just because you don't do them as much, right? Because you can do every technique in jiu-jitsu. You can be good at everything, but you have to learn how, and how everything connects. That is really the power of jiu-jitsu. If you can learn how to connect every technique, the jiu-jitsu will be flawless. Yeah, I, uh, I often uh, phrase it with my students in terms of uh, questions and answers. Mm -hmm. In the sense that, you know, you're, you're playing a guard, let's say, and your, uh, the, the top player decides he's going to knee slice. Like, okay, mm -hmm. he's asking you a question. Like, yes. what is, like, how do you deal with this? Well, you know, maybe you come up on a single leg. Well, now he yes. goes to guillotine you. Okay, it's another mm -hmm. question. Like, how do you answer this? And it's not, it's not a question of I collect every technique under the sun. It's how do I to your point, which I think is a very good one, how do I do the things and work the things that I'm naturally good at? And then... I think that I might not be as good at. Yeah, but then as people start to counter that, like, yeah, what are yeah, your yeah. answers to the questions but then, you're asking of your game? Yeah, but then you know what to work on. Then on exactly. your B-game no, stuff, exactly. then on your B-game exactly stuff, right. whatever, whenever they, like, defend the stuff that you may not be as good at, you already know, okay, I can do this, like, maybe tiny adjustment and then it'll be better next time, you know? Yeah. That's how you keep going, like, 1% every day better mentality. Is, like, no, absolutely. That's, every I mean, day that's you add so a little important bit more. To train with good people, with strong people. Yeah. Because they're going to ask you tough questions, and you're going to have to figure out good solutions, and that's how you get to the, that highest level. Very specific, like, competition question. Yes. Uh, do you have a preferred amount of matches that you like to have? 
to peak in the finals or like a preferred amount of like how mm. you want your matches to go. Um, like quick I, submissions, as much rest time as possible. Or oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. That no matter what. Sure. Yeah, because I like to submit people. Like if I can mm -hmm. submit you and not get tired for the next fight, like for sure. Like I'll, like I'll take that. I'll you don't get cold in between? Yeah, but it's like better to warm up than be tired, to be honest. I hear. Yeah. To me, at least, because I feel like my guard is at that point where, like, I can kind of chill a little bit in the bottom and then warm up as the fight goes on. Because eight, eight minutes to me is a lot. Eight mm -hmm. minutes is a lot, you know? So, yeah. I so you use the first match to kind of warm up usually yeah. and get into the flow, and then you go for quicker submissions throughout the rest of the tournament. Well, it was different that Worlds. I remember I kind of, like, the Worlds that I won, the World Championship in 2021, it was really different. I didn't warm up at all, actually, at all. And it just went straight into the rounds and I didn't get to somehow got it. That's crazy. Yeah, and mm -hmm. just to piggyback with one more question before uh, we go. Mm -hmm. I, one of the more th things I find interesting about you is uh, I don't think you compete all that much um, compared to a lot of other guys, but you yes. have a lot of success when you compete. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that's kind of rare. Uh, I feel like competition is more, it's, as Tom always puts it, it's, it's a skill set that you have to develop and cultivate. And you seem to just be able to, out in the cold, come in and dominate. Um, what, what, what do you attribute uh, that ability to? Uh, and what is your mindset going into competition? I think in competition, the way I see it, it's like I'm doing jiu-jitsu every day. I'm dedicating my life to this. I'm doing jiu-jitsu every single day, studying it, watching every single reaction that I can do from every technique that I am trying to do at the time, you know? I'm really putting the time work in. So like competition to me is just like a it's like a fun open map, like a like an international open map, you know? Like we're just going there and roll with for the day and see what happens. So my mindset in competition is just like I said, thinking it's in like a big open map, you know? I'm not taking it really too serious, but at the same time caring about it a lot because you put so much work in like and, and training every day and, and the diet and the weight cut and, and actually seeing the flaws in your techniques which is not as easy you know as making just one tiny adjustment you have to keep progressing and, and, and putting the work in is the most thing the most important thing you know and then having confidence because uh, at least i can have the confidence that uh, like i'm in a really good gym i get really good jujitsu instruction instruction from jujitsu from murillo so i'm really like just grateful you know to be there like amongst like the best schools of you like of jujitsu of the world so just like like I, I think about it, I think about it like that, and, and it just never goes wrong. And also, another type, another type of thinking that I picked up uh, doing jujitsu was um, don't. It's really bad when you have the ego and you identify with your mind a lot. With those, like maybe somebody submitted you or something, you're like, yeah, I hate that guy. He always beats me up, like you know. But it's just it's worse to have that like kind of sort of grudge and hold it. Then just to let go, like let go of it and stop identifying with that thought, you know? Like, can I explain myself? Do you guys understand that? Yeah, yeah. no, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, I know exactly what you're referring to. It's like yeah. an, an identification with, with every thought that you have. And that overthinking to me is at least, it's, it's the cause of anxiety and stress. Like that overtly and compulsive thinking, it's, so it grips you, you know? So I try to stay away from that, especially when I'm trying to perform and compete and do my best, you know?
Yeah, I completely understand. Like, as you know, I have that rivalry with Luca in the gym and uh, <laughs> it, it helps me in competition, but in class, it, it hurts me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always does when somebody's just a tiny bit better, a tiny bit preciser that day, you know. I'm, All I'm you can do is just try it again the other day. Yeah, I'm better than Luca, but uh, that's a different <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. That's a cause. I really like that you brought up um, having the confidence to apply mm -hmm. your techniques. Like, because mm -hmm. for me, mm -hmm. that's, that's been one of the biggest issues I've had. Mm -hmm. and, and recently, I feel like I've hit my stride with that. Like, just mm -hmm. having confidence, just like, oh, you have the grip, just fucking do something with it. Yeah, because <laughs> you, know, you know, and you know you can do it, right? Because if you yeah. roll, if you roll and you train jujitsu, you know what you're good at, you know? And if you're like, you're a purple belt, right? Yeah. So if yeah. you, if you go, if you go deep, as you go deeper into jujitsu, you kind of get a, get a grasp of, of, of the techniques that you like to do, the techniques that you're, that you're good at. So it's just trying to translate that and do it as clean as you can into competition, you know? Because there's a lot of, like, mostly people lose because they don't stick to their A game. They don't stick to the techniques that they're really good at, you know? And that's at the highest crazy. level, that that's really, like, that's really, like, it really hurts when you, it's really, it costs you a lot, you know? Like, an advantage costs a lot. An advantage of two points is really hard to get back at, you know? It's really hard to catch up. Yeah. Do you play basically the same game in competition that you play in the gym? Because yes. it's funny because a lot of people don't in very mm -hmm. odd ways. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that's, uh, that's probably uh, pretty good for you from a competitive standpoint that you do. Yeah, but of course I try to like, you know, work on new stuff, trying to see other connections when it's off yeah, season. Sure. Like right now, you know, I'm working on different stuff, new connections that I like to do to my new techniques or, or techniques like old techniques, you know, connecting new stuff to yeah. old stuff. It's really fun. I'm going to have to disagree with you here, Franco, because you just fucking troll me when we roll. What do you say? <laughs> what do you mean by trolling? Uh, worm guard. Uh, what's it called? Cartwheel passing was one for uh, a while. Oh, yeah. I don't do cartwheel passing in, in competition ever. You've never. You've seen me flip guys, for sure. I can flip yeah. motherfuckers from, from single leg. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, not, not... It's just my voice and personality that brings uh, the best out of people in the gym. <laughs> No, I just want to try new stuff, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, when don't you're, act when like you're, you don't like trolling me. Don't, when, you're don't. Try, <laughs> when you're trying to test out new stuff, do yeah. you try to see what organically comes to you in the gym, or do you try and study or, or like think of things specifically? Like, this is something I think may work as an addition to my game, and then yes. try it in the gym. Yes, both, actually, both. I'm right. like, oh, I, I like that technique. It looks cool. It looks like I can do it. I might try it. I try to do it and it works or it doesn't, but I don't drop it. I try to get at least decent at it, you know? Okay. At least a little bit like when I can like kind of finish it or scramble to a different position because that kind of helps. Then you have like a backup plan, you know? Yeah, to follow up on that, uh, so one of, one of the, our good friends at the gym, Varun, I know puts a lot into studying his individual opponents before a He really does. I don't think that's healthy. You don't that's think that's the thing. How do you think I've never I've told them I've told that too. I've told them that too. The only thing you're doing is filling yourself with paranoia about what he's going to do. And like Marilla always says, competition is about aggressiveness. You have to go and get that. You have to go get your grip, and it's your grip. You, nobody's gonna break it, nobody's gonna take it away from you. You're gonna at least get something from it, you know. You're gonna yeah, take every really opportunity you have, you're gonna have to be as aggressive as you can. That's why everybody is at Unity is just so aggressive, like Tony. I was talking to Tony about this. Anthony. You know Anthony. The of fucking course. 
He's more, he's a fucking animal when he rolls. He tries to murder you, and it doesn't matter who you are. He might be doing nicely, like if you're like a lower belt or something. But to me, he tries to fucking rip my head off everything. That aggressiveness, if you bring it into competition and with the confidence of your techniques, you're gonna go far. It's just, it's just how it's gonna go. You know, you just have to be able to execute and be just reckless. Try to just go for it, and go for yeah, it, and go for it. I think that's very true. You know, so much of uh, of what you see in a high level competition in terms of who wins and who loses is who can who can be assertive enough and aggressive enough and skillful enough to make the match their match, mm-hmm. right? Like who can play, who can consistently make sure that they're playing their game and the other mm-hmm. guys exactly. Do it. You want to take the person into your game. You don't want to yes, step into theirs. Yes. You know? I'll, I'll tell you who, somebody from uh, from your all sphere who's amazing at that is Leandro Lowe. Like mm-hmm, almost, mm-hmm. he almost, just pulls you into almost every Leandro Lowe match looks like a Leandro Lowe match, right? Mm-hmm. It's he insane. He doesn't compete against you know person X Y Z, and it looks like a person X Y Z match. Like no, it always looks like Ghost Leandro. His stuff. Because yeah. people are always, he forces people to react to him and his game mm-hmm. in a way that very few people can do. And in fact, the, the few matches that he loses, you know, when he's in the absolutes against Cheshire or whatever, um, yeah. those, those are the only times it doesn't look like a Leandro Lowe match. Because yeah. he's on the back foot and he has to defend and he can't get his game going. And, you know, also, Bushesh is just an animal, too. It's just hard to believe. I mean, no, Holy that's not, that's not a criticism. I just, uh, I just had to think of like, some person who actually beat Leandro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pretty good example by. too, though. They <laughs> get really pretty, technical. Uh, yeah, and it's a small, uh, it's a small uh, set of people who beat Leandro. But yeah, Franco, I was going to ask you because um, I, I had a wonderful experience with Leandro, but he was also Dude. being like super nice to me because I'm not yes. in pro class. Uh, I know you had a couple roles with him, uh, dude. What, how is rolling with Leandro low like uh, in the gym? And also, who is your favorite role uh, on the pro level? Um, my favorite role, it had to be Murillo for sure. My favorite role has to be Murillo because he just shows me what's possible with jujitsu. Because he just fucks me up so like that. It's insane. How's that? Uh, how's that passing feel? Because dude, I can't, I can't, I can't hold guard. I can't hold like my feet are not on him most yeah. of the time. Like I, I can't get him. I can't get him at all. Like I can't put my feet on him. It's crazy. And he gets the, the hips so high, and he's got such tight control of your hips. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty helpless position to be in. It's, and then how was really training with Leandro? Training with Leandro was crazy. It's, I roll at least with, with him at least eight times before the championship, like 20, 20, 2021, before the one I won. That's what I also – I had a really good camp for that uh, world, so I was, I was really happy about that. So I was definitely feeling confident for that too. Um. He only passed my guard once. And that was because he got a knee cut and an underhook. Do not let that man get an underhook. Holy yeah. shit, man. I could not get rid of that. That was, was his just thing holding him in like half. He's just, yeah, he's chilling, trying to like, uh, 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 and he just couldn't get it. And he just passed me. It sounds, <laughs> you know, the way you describe it is, is so Yeah, crazy. but I don't, I don't think he submitted me. But I don't like. I've always heard that he doesn't roll like light, so I I also try not to if it's like a really competitive round, right? At pro, yeah. and with Leandro Law, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like you know I'm gonna try to sure. I'm gonna try to do as best as I can. 
So yeah, I, yeah. I did get I did get a couple of, of stuff, but it was just it was just it was just insane. Yeah, you know, people uh, people forget um, who are newer to jiu-jitsu. And by newer, I mean like last ten years because I'm old as fuck. Um, before Lowe got into the game and really brought his profile up, like people didn't do the kind of leg floating passing he does where he's posting, you know, with the left hand, got the right hand deep mm. in the collar and the underhook. Like that just wasn't a thing. He no, made no that one did a that. thing by yeah. showing that, you know, yeah. if you can keep tight, tight upper body control, you're yeah. not going to get swept and you'll have yeah. time to do the leg, you know, the leg work to get the pass. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was so in the way he approached the daily heavy guard too. Um, it's pretty old these days, but there used to be this guy named uh, BJJ Scout who would uh, do really yeah, breakdown videos. Yeah. And he has a really good series on uh, how I really like those. Kills. Yeah, they're really good. I've like how those. low those kills the really Daily Heva. Seriously, everybody should go watch how low kills the Daily Heva because yeah. I honestly have not had a problem with Daily Heva since. I adopted that game probably like eight years ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that shit no, works. That's, that's really good. It works. It really works. Yeah. It's they, they, they really play really effective games and where they get really good at, yep. at them, you know? So if they catch you on it, it's like just, it's either death or just, just, I don't know. Yeah. Most likely death. <laughs> Most likely you're tapping. So, um, yeah. Rolling with Leander was insane. It's, I, I could not believe it. Like, I was just like, just watching a video a couple of years ago and just watching Leander just won championships and everything. And then all of a sudden I'm like slapping, slapping and bumping and then rolling. And then rolling. It was mind, it was quite mind blowing though. He's a nice guy though. He's a really nice guy. He's, he's really cool. He's a really cool dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you brought up earlier, you had a great world's camp. Uh, I think one of the biggest things I kind of get annoyed with is just, especially uh, Varun posting on uh, Reddit and everyone giving him shit for being a sandbagger. Uh, what goes into those? What are those world camps like? Um, as someone who's, I'm pretty intense compared to most hobbyists, I would say, uh, unless I'm taking two weeks off, like I just did. Uh, but even like, I don't even touch that stuff. What's what's that camp like, and how tough is it? Every time we go into a big competition, every other competitor jokes around like this. They say, "Yo, I have like six matches, you know, 46 people in my division, but it's not going to be as hard as it camp. It's not going to be as." It's not gonna be as hard as anything like as what we've been doing. It's just the way Murillo schedules and, and organizes the trainings are just pure torture. If you get to that torture, you can get to a competition. <laughs> For sure. The mental toughness that it develops, I feel like it's also another concept, at least for the competitive guys, which we we need that, you know, we need that security and that confidence and like, okay, we've been putting the work in so seriously and so like. I don't know, in a powerful way that, that there's just no, there's just no like place to, to miss, you know? I like the game a lot. It's pretty, pretty cool. Um, definitely look very, very difficult to pass and uh, yeah. wish you the best of luck uh, going forward in your competition career. What's yeah, been, thank you, man. Thank you. What's, what's been the biggest counter to your style? The hardest counter you've encountered that you know, that you, that will continue to make you struggle and you have to continuously work to try and beat it. Um, that, well, it has to be, it has to be that pressure, that pressure passing that Murillo does. It's insane. I, I, like whenever, whenever he splits my legs apart, I'm not able to like bring them back. And that usually never happens. I'm always able to pull my leg 
throw a leg over or push and, and get me off, get, get you off of me. You know? but with him, I just can't, just can't do it. <laughs> I guess so it's I think good it's that it's Murillo. I think it's I guess it's good that it's Murillo. Yeah, if it's Murillo, it's not gonna. No, no one's gonna bother you in competition to do yes, Murillo. Yes, yes, yes. That is also true. But yeah, I'm just really blessed to have him as my coach, though. Honestly, it really shows that he he wants to help you. You know, to get to your to your goals, to get to your what you want to do out of jiu-jitsu. So I think that's really that's really cool. Where can everyone find you online to follow your career? At friend diaspa, F R A N D S P A. Perfect. And then can you say yeah. one more thing about how bad I am at jujitsu? Just make everyone happy before we sign off. Oh my God. Dude. You can, you can elaborate. You just have to be one. How, how's his guard? Yeah. When, I, when I roll with Matt, will it be easy to pass his guard? Oh, like butter. Yeah. Okay. Like a hot knife through butter. People it's get in my head. If you get in my with head, the, I can't do anything. With the butterfly, with the butterfly and try to kick. That, that doesn't work, bro. Like it's, Dude, like you're not yo, really how annoying you're not worth how annoying is it? How annoying is it when he puts on that lazy ass De La Hiva? I'm like, that yo, fucking bullshit lit De La Hiva. Stop pulling my leg. Stop pulling my hip, bro. You're not gonna sweep. I'm, you're gonna get hip smashed. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm gonna grab your head so fucking hard. You're not gonna do. I know, I know. I'm that's not, the problem. Like, no, I know I'm not. But it's me. I'm gonna have to fucking say something. No, that's the not. Oh my god, yo, Matt, should I send him the video of you slapping me across the face and then me? No, you should send you. Yes, yes, send me that. No, yes, you should send him. Uh, send him you magic sticking me before I got to Unity, so he knows how bad I really was. Oh, that's true. You think that sucks now? You should have seen him before he actually tried. Yeah, oh, be really. I feel like Matt would be really easy to dope mount. Like if you have a good dope mount, like dude, I've I've been I've been mount. I've been in, in some situations where he literally pulled me into mount. Yeah, he looks. <laughs> He's got that, especially with that haircut. Uh, oh Linguini God. pulling into mounts. All right, any more insults you want to do before we go? Come on, But you are getting better, though. Your passing, your passing is getting better. I've been seeing you. Not yes. my butterfly. No, not your butterfly. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your butterfly. <laughs> all right everybody uh thank you for joining us from the sales uh really happy to have frank alone uh i'm not yes thank you guys for having me i'm well, not gonna tell this him in the gym uh, or anywhere else but uh he's also, my also that jerky i need it i need the patch send me the 25 it's coming, it's coming. In, i'll put them in all my good. i'll put them in all I'm working on it i'm working go. on it yeah so franco is one of my favorite people both as a jitsu competitor in the gym uh there's not many people or i think any people they have the drive he does. Uh, not, not, you can't, you're not going to be the nicer guy in the world, nor a more competitive guy. Uh, we had a guy, Joseph Chen, come in, and Franco was... was uh, Dude, I was fuming. Oh, my God. Don't talk to me about that. I'm going to get so mad. Yeah, unfortunately, he was fuck running the kid. mat. But uh, if you ever drop into Unity, fuck wrong with me. Um, I suck. So Go with Franco. You're going to learn a lot more. He's always there for everyone. Uh, seriously, I, I can't say enough good things about him as a person. Um, and as an Oh, actor. thank you. Thank you, man. I almost feel bad about talking shit about your butterfly, but not really. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. don't. Okay. Oh, you uh, no, 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 no. I was going to, but I, as I was saying that, I was like, nah, nah, I'm just, I can't do that. Sometimes Matt thinks you need to work at you in the roll gym. With Matt, roll with Matt after you finish rolling with Franco so that you can get a confidence booster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, thank you, but seriously, every, all, every, everyone follow Franco. Uh, he's going to be a Black World Champion open up his gym. Uh, I will. Him. He's... Uh, Seriously, I, I don't I don't give out compliments all that much, uh, especially like this. But 
He's someone who uh, I really care about, has a lot of my respect. Um, thank, thank you so you, much, Tommy. Man. Stop you saying say. thank you. Stop saying fucking thank you. Um, <laughs> you're killing the brand. Uh, thank, you to, thank you to Tommy and uh, Ben for coming on, as always. Uh, I appreciate everyone who listens. Uh, I know we take some time off, but uh, as soon as we can get these done, uh, we love having you guys listen and being a part of the Say OCN family. Uh, yes. Everyone here, uh, Say OCN. Tommy, you want to take us home? Yeah, well, you know, our podcast might not be like, consistent, but, uh, you know, it's nuggets of gold. So be happy when you find them. And that's someone who's older than dirt saying that. So enjoy your night. Thank you, everyone, Literally for coming 40 on. years old. Night, everyone. Thank yes. you for listening. Oh.